Episode 28 of the Diz Explorers Podcast. Once again, we've got a full crew, two in a row. Win for you and win for us. <laughs> this week's topic, we're talking about bucket list items. And specifically bucket list things having to do with Disney. doesn't necessarily have to be something in the park or on the cruise. It could be any sort of... Disney-related bucket list item. So we're going to jump right into it this week, and we're going to start with Adrian, only because she's first in order <laughs> on my little Skype screen. <laughs> Alphabetically, it always works out that way. That too, yep. <laughs> okay, so I'm really excited about this topic because I'm constantly thinking about things that I really, really want to do that are Disney related. So I had to stop myself at eight things because I was just going to keep going. (laughs) (laughs) And on my Pinterest, I do, I have a bucket list Pinterest board. So that helped me a little bit, but anyway, (laughs) I had one that used to say a 10 or it does still say, it says attend the very last Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. And the very first very merry Christmas party all on the same trip. And then I was on Twitter this week, and someone, or maybe it wasn't Twitter, it might have been Facebook, but either way, it said to attend a not-so-scary Halloween party, food and wine, and a very Merry Christmas party all in one trip. And I thought, well, that just takes it to the next level. (laughs) So that's officially become a bucket list item for me. I want to go during that time period so that I can hit all three of those things. The second thing that I really, really want to do is stay in a theme park view room at Bay Lake Tower because it's my dream to watch Wishes from my bedroom. (laughs) You know, I mean. I can say from experience that it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I know. One day I'll get there. I was pretty close last time, even though our room was water view. If you open the door, you can basically <laughs> sneeze on. We could sneeze on Splash Mountain if you open the front door. Oh, it, and it, it's pretty fantastic. I'll get there one day. I really yep. will. I'm determined. <laughs> My next one, I think I've talked about on the podcast before, but. I want to plan a trip when my children get a little bit older that is based solely on finding hidden Mickeys. Use the little map, go on rides and stuff, but basically be in the queues just to be finding the Mickeys. The ride is just going to be the fun part after. Because I just think that would be really fun, Mm -hmm. like a different kind of thing. Of course, I think if you're a Disney fan, it's on your bucket list to visit every Disney park. You know, right now I'm a Disney World person, but Disneyland and Shanghai and Tokyo and Paris and all of those, I would love to hit all of that at some point. I want to do an Alaskan Disney cruise. I haven't done that yet. I haven't done any cruise, yes. but Alaska's well, you, on the list. Definitely. <laughs> That's on mine, too. 
me. I will. Trust me. Holla. Holla. And kind of along the lines of that, I, at some point I want to, I think I'm pronouncing this correct, by the way. I want to go to Hawaii and stay at Alani because I've never been to Hawaii either. So that's definitely on the list. And how do you go and there be a Disney resort and you not go? Exactly. Right. <laughs> the next one on my list, which is next to last, is actually going to be accomplished in my next summer vacation. I want to tackle and finish the kitchen sink at Beaches and Cream. My husband and my sister and I are all going in June with my kids, of course. And that's our big thing is we want to really finish that giant thing of ice cream. <laughs> and finally, the most elusive thing that I've tried to catch several times is I want to experience character Palooza at Hollywood Studios. Because I hear about it and I want to see all the different characters that just kind of come out. And I've n never caught it, can never find it. So that is definitely on my bucket list. And that's it. I promise. I've, for now. I've, I've not heard of that. What What is that? <gasps> okay, so I apparently... I, I feel terrible, but I've never heard of Character Palooza. <laughs> apparently, it's something that Kenny the Pirate talks about all the time. Ah. But it's this thing where a bunch of characters from Fantasmic just kind of... It's not a planned meet and greet, but like a ton of different characters just pour out in this place in Hollywood Studios. And... So there's like really short lines because it's only like once a day or once every so often. I don't know. He has a specific plan for it on his website, and I've never been able to catch it. Wow. Maybe it's, maybe it's not even real. I don't know. <laughs> but I see it all over Pinterest and Facebook, and I want to try. Oh. And it's always really obscure characters, too. Exactly. Huh. So And, you know, Robin Hood is my thing, right? Uh -huh. And so it's... I've never met Robin Hood or any of the characters in the parks, so that's like maybe my only chance. Yeah, I no have, doubt. I have two pictures of myself: <clears throat> one when I was probably a tween, and then one as a teen with Prince John. Oh. And I've never seen him again. I've always wanted to see him again to get the third picture, and I I've got to go during one of those obscure parties to do that. Apparently, I missed him when we went. Gosh, I can't remember. I think I was in my early 20s, maybe, we went down there, and I separated. My, it was my boyfriend then, my husband now. We went off and did our own thing, and my mom and sister went off and did their own thing. And I remember getting a picture where Alyssa, my sister, had run into them at another part of the park, and I wasn't there. Aww. And I remember just being, it was like an Epcot or something. This was probably like 15 years ago. But I just remember being brokenhearted. <laughs> <laughs> so, anywho. <laughs> Cool. All right. Yeah. I like that. That's a good list. Thank you. That's a very good list. All right. So, I'm just going to keep going in order on my little screen here. So, <laughs> Jessica, you're up next. All right. So, my list is not as long as Adrian's, but <laughs> I'll do my best. I'm, I've got I'm five. And one of them I actually accomplished like three or four days ago, which was super cool. I always wanted to eat in the Blue Bayou restaurant, which is the restaurant inside Pirates of the Caribbean. And I did last Thursday. And it was as amazing as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. It was, it was so cool. The, the ambiance is great. The food is really good. I have nothing but good things to say about the Blue Bayou. So I know Milford is thinking about you're going to Disneyland in March. If you're if you're thinking about doing yep. like a really fancy lunch, that's a place to go because it's really fun. 
Cool. Okay, so another item on my list is to hang out in Club 33 and the 1901 Lounge. Yes. And just in case someone who's listening doesn't know, Club 33 is kind of like the the exclusive, if you're a Disney VIP or a celebrity or, you know, somebody important in the park, it's this private, it's not really a room, it's basically the whole top floor of all the buildings in New Orleans Square are this big club. And it's the only place in Disneyland that serves alcohol and they have food and it's a lounge and all that kind of stuff. And you have to be, you know, very important to get in. And then in California Adventure on Buena Vista Street, there's a restaurant called Carthy Circle. And in the downstairs of that, there's a club called the 1901 Lounge, which is basically the same exact thing. If you can get into Club 33, you also have access to the 1901. So they're decorated differently, but it's the same idea. And I think it would just be really cool to go to either one. Yeah, for what the for what the fee is, they should because isn't it something absurd like forty thousand dollars a year or something or ten? I remember hearing a whole I thing think it's about 10. it. Ten. The last time I looked, it was something like thirty something thousand just to join, and then it's ten thousand right. every year to stay. Right. Member. Yes. So all yeah. in your first year is like forty grand or something like that. Yeah. That's, yeah. Something that's, ridiculous. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's because you can um, go as a guest, can't you? Yeah, yes. with, I guess with that's somebody. More of what I want to I don't really care about being a member. I just like to see it. Yeah. That's more of my thing. Mm. <clears throat> so my next one would be I'm realizing there's a pattern here of seeing exclusive places cuz the next one is <laughs> to go into Walt's apartment, which is on Main Street above the firehouse. It's really tiny. It's like 180 square feet or something, but it's still decorated the way that his wife Lillian decorated it. It's got all the original furniture and everything. And I just think it would be super cool to go in there and look out on Main Street from the way he looked at it. I don't know. Yeah. I just think that would be very cool. Definitely. Is that possible? Like, is there a tour or something that can get you up there? Or The Walk and Waltz Footsteps Tour used to go in there, but now they go in the Dream Suite instead. So to the best of my knowledge right now, just like a normal person going to the park can't go in there. But I have to figure out a way to do it. <laughs> go in there. <laughs> Your your royalty. They should just let you in. If I have a crown on, I think I should have access, right? <laughs> on a similar note, my fourth one is is to spend a night in the Dream Suite. Every couple of years, at most, they have this um, sweepstakes where you enter and then you can spend a night there, and that's pretty much the only way you can do it because it's a private residence. So, like, even if you're a celebrity, they'll turn you away. You can't just kind of pay them money and stay in there, it's really, really impossible to get in. So I would like to somehow win that lottery and be able to spend the night there because the pictures of the inside are insane. You can go in there on the Walk and Waltz Footsteps Tour, but I just think it would be different to be in there after the park closes and it's all dark and that that would just be the coolest thing ever, I think. <laughs> and then my last one, I don't know if this counts as, as a bucket list item or just kind of like my wildest dream would be <laughs> to somehow be in in a Disney movie and I don't even care if that's me as an extra standing in the background in one scene or something but I just think that would be so awesome to be able to look at a Disney movie and be like I was in that I don't know that I'm would not, be awesome I'm That'd not an actress I can't sing so I have nothing going on <laughs> there but I still think it would I'm be very a, cool <laughs> I'm not an actress but I play one on TV <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> So those are those are my bucket list items. I like it. I like it too. Those yeah. are also very nice. very good. Very good. 
Okay, Melanie, you're up. Okay, well, I only have five things on my list as well. Uh, and honestly, the first one I knocked off this year. I've, I've already achieved it, and I wanted my, my plan during my very first cruise, because I'll tell you what, I was hooked the moment I stepped on the ship. I mean, it, it took no time. I knew the moment I stepped on the Wonder that I had to sail on all four ships, and uh-huh. this year that happened. So I finally, I finally sailed on the Dream this year, which is funny because so many people start with the Dream. She was my last ship. <laughs> so <laughs> I think I did things in reverse. I took the big Alaskan cruise first and then did a shorter one this year. So I, I, did, I, I did finally complete my, what is it, a trifecta, but with four. <laughs> I'm not quite sure. So quad, a quad, quad, quad fecta. Fecta, <laughs> yeah. whatever that is, I did it. Yay. Hey. Um, they should hand so out pins two, for that. I, they really should. So number two on my list, I'll actually be doing next month. I have been going to Walt Disney World since 1979. And one of the major things that I have never done, I don't know when it began, but I've never experienced it, is the candlelight processional at Epcot. Mm. And I... I, we have booked the dining package at Spice Road Table so that we'll have reserved seats at the Candlelight Processional, and it's when Jim Caviezel is the celebrity narrator. And for those who don't know who Jim Caviezel is, he was in Frequency, and he was also, he played Christ in The Passion of the Christ, so it's like having Jesus narrate the story, the story of Jesus' Jesus. birth. So I'm a little geeked out about that. I'm a little excited. So I will get to see the Candlelight Processional this year for the very first time. The third item on my little list is I have never been to a wedding at Walt Disney World. I've been married for 20 years, so my chance at getting married there, (laughs) at least married for the (laughs) first time, is over. So if we renewed our vows, that would be one thing. But So I would love, love, love to go to a wedding at Walt Disney World. That, that just seems like something that would be very special. Whether it's my own kids, a friend, a cousin, a cousin's cousin. I, if you've seen my post on DCL Prep School today, you'll know that I have about a thousand cousins. Somebody's got to get married there. <laughs> and, and most of my family does, are Florida natives. So I, I'm hoping that sometime soon I'm not going to get to experience a wedding at Walt Disney World. Or Disneyland. Or on a ship. I'm, I'm not picky, really. Yep. <laughs> I do want to attend the 50th anniversary festivities at Walt Disney World and that'll be in 2021 so I, I know that they had a really big blowout for their 40th I'm I'm re- waiting for the 50th so I'm hoping that there's yes. gonna be some really cool stuff going on for the 50th anniversary and while we're in that time frame I know some of my bucket list items are are going to be far off in the future I am jockeying for position I've got to figure out my end but I really want to be on one of the inaugural sailings of the two new Disney Cruise Line ships. There will be a, there's going to be a new ship launched in 2021, and the sixth Disney Cruise Line ship will be launched in 2023. So I want to be on one of those inaugural sailings so badly, or both. I'm not picky, y'all. <laughs> one or you can both. do it. I know. I want to be on one of those inaugural sailings so badly I can taste it. I'm working it, y'all. <laughs> so, so that's my bucket list. Very nice, very nice. All right, Mr. Milford. 
All right. My list isn't very long, but so most of you have heard me talk about on this podcast that, you know, one of my big bucket list items is that I'm trying to complete getting to all 50 states. And what better way to do it than to go to uh, Alani Disney's Resort in Hawaii, which we're doing in March. Uh, along with that, you know, I've not been to Disneyland, and we're going to do that in March as well. Additionally, uh, I really, really, really want to go on a cruise somewhere in Europe. I don't know. I don't care if it's a Norway cruise or the Med cruise on one of the Disney boats. The Baltic Either Sea ones are really cool looking. Yeah, the I've, ones that depart I've looked from at that one. Yeah. Yeah, that one was the one that we had yeah. were originally going to take over the last summer before the family reunion cruise came into play, and that itinerary is is awesome. I'd really like to do the trifecta parks in Asia: Shanghai, Hong Kong, and Tokyo. I'd like because I think you could do all three of those on one trip. I think if you had a long enough trip. Similar to somebody else mentioned going to Club Thirty Three, I would love to at least see the inside of the place you know i could care less whether i ate there or drank there but i'd like to see the place i am currently saving money so that my wife and i can both be on both inaugural cruises of the new ships in 2021 and 2023 Uh, that is our goal and then my last bucket list item is i want to retire move to florida and become an engineer on the walt disney railroad <laughs> nice, oh. nice. Because I'm a train buff, and you know, that's that's just something I really, really, really I think I'd enjoy doing. So, so my, Milford, my, while, yeah. while you're in Disneyland, since the Star Wars land construction is going on, the Disneyland Railroad is closed, and in New Orleans Square, you can actually go on the train, and they'll show you how they use the the they um t- use the engines, and you can kind of learn about. Oh, really? Like all the behind-the-scenes stuff, yeah. They have one of them parked. Yeah, it's parked at the New Orleans Square station, and then they've got this whole display on, on the trains, and, like, they let me sit in the conductor seat, and so you should definitely check that out. Yeah, see, when it was five years ago, they actually had a morning tour at Disney World at the Magic Kingdom, Magic Behind the Steam Trains, and I actually got to go on that, that special tour, and... Got to ride in the engine. I got picked to ride in the engine to blow the whistle to take off. And I got picked to be the... Because nobody else wanted to do it. It's like all these people were like bumps on the log. He was like, anybody want to volunteer to do this? Like, yeah, okay, (laughs) find me up. So I got to be engineer and conductor on the same tour. That's awesome. really cool. So uh, for most people that don't know, the conductor gets to stand on the back end of the cars. And he has a little toggle switch he push. He flips to tell the engineer it's okay to go because they can't really hear him up there. No. So, but it's a cool job. And I got to throw the switch to take us back into the shed back on the north side of the Magic Kingdom property where they actually store the trains. And we got to walk around in that building, which is nice. amazing because that's where they take the paddle ship explained to us how they get the paddle ship out and get it back around to where they can take it to the facility for repairs or for refurbishment where they store all the boats from the lake where they store the monorails where they store the engines for the railroad and explain how all that stuff works and that was amazing i believe anyway, they sorry 
that's a whole nother show probably. No, that's awesome. Yeah. I believe they still do that tour behind the steam trains. I think it's called. I, I know they stopped it for a little while after the monorail crash. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's the but same. I don't know if they picked it back up in the same method that it was before that. So yeah, I'm not sure if it goes into the roundhouse again, as as you stated. But uh, I, I do know they do some sort of steam train tour. St- yeah. still, because that thing goes when they park it, it, it backs up, doesn't it? From where onto the switch track and then into the roundhouse, doesn't it have to go backwards all the way there? Yeah. So right before you get to, because that's all behind Space Mountain. Like if you're yeah, looking right overhead. before you get to the exactly right before you get to the Fantasyland station. For those who haven't been there since that changed, yeah, that used to be the Toontown station. Yep, they pull into that station, and the switch is basically right at the back of the train. Okay, they go flip the switch, and you give it a kick with your boot because he says sometimes it doesn't move <laughs> like it's supposed to. Yeah, and then they back in. They also do every other trip. Every other trip, they actually take on water at the Fantasyland station. Oh, right, yes. realize that. Yeah, they fill it up, yep. And then some people don't realize that those are actually wood burners converted to oil burners. Mm Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Nice. A little history about the railroad. I like it. But that's my list. Your turn, RG. No, no, Miss Crystal. Oh, wait a minute. I forgot Crystal. Sorry. (laughs) Oh geez, my list is like pages long, but I have I picked up my top five. Oh, so, right. That's yeah. okay. I'm okay. I'm I'm winging mine as you're all going, so take your time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you all have hit on quite a few of them, but my first one is um, Treehouse Villas. So it is my dream to stay in one of the Treehouse Villas at Tar- Saratoga Springs. So I don't know what I need to do if I need to sign up for DVC, but I'm all in. I- I'm a way to get into Treehouse Villas. So I think that'd be a super cool experience. And then number two is Victorian Alberts. I'd love to go there and try out that restaurant. It seems like every time we try to get a reservation, we can't get a hold of a reservation. In addition to that, it sounds like it's three to $400 per person to get in there and go and experience the meal. So that's the other thing I've discovered as putting my list together that I need to, to strike the lottery in order to make <laughs> these things happen. <laughs> uh, Number three, and I think y'all have touched on this one, is uh, the Alaskan cruise. So I'd love to do that. Um, one of my like all-time bucket lists just for life is the Alaskan cruise. So I'm hoping to, to knock that one out in the next couple of years. But every, again, every time we look at it, it's just so expensive. Number four for me, and hopefully I will accomplish this one in January, but finally completing a Disney marathon. So, you got it. Yeah, super, super excited. That one is getting close to being checked off the list. And then my fifth one is last time, the first time I went to Disneyland, I saw that they have a Disneyland time capsule that they put together during the 40th anniversary in 1995. Yeah. And they set to open it July 17th, 2035. So oh, it's wow. on, like, on my calendar. Like I've marked it. I took a picture of it. It's in my iPhone. It's like... <laughs> 2035, that's where I want to be, is when they open that. I want to be there watching them and see them pull everything out. I think that would be super cool to be a part of that experience. So that is my um, my fifth one. And I have, like, my quick bucket list of, like, Alani, a, a home in the Golden Oak neighborhood. Oh, do man. A vow renewal yeah. with my husband. Oh, Castle I forgot Street. about that one. 
Yeah, I got all, all kinds of family of the day for the parade, Disney Moms panel. I want to participate in the Dapper Days, go parasailing. I'm like, I have all sorts of other ones that <laughs> I'm hoping to knock off the list. But that's what's so great about Disney, even though we're locals and we go all the time, there's still always something to do. It's crazy that my, my bucket list is this long when we I feel like we go to something all the time and we're constantly doing something new. So it's pretty fun to be able to, to knock some things off the list and then add a few more back. But Treehouse Villas is by far my number one bucket list item. Nice. I'm adding family of the day to mine because I forgot about them. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm adding Golden Oak to mine. Oh, right. Nice. Y'all can have the treehouses. <laughs> or the Four Seasons. I could, I could be a long-term resident there. <laughs> <laughs> the treehouse thing is probably the easiest attainable of that. You can rent points off of any of those sites from people and it's nowhere near as expensive as actually joining dvc and paying top dollar for it because all those ones are all sold out anyway so you'd have to buy into like the grand floridian at 170 something dollars a point just to want to stay at another property which is insane so you you could go on any uh, there's a couple really very well run rental sites that you can go on to. I think the top one is Dave's DVC rental or something along those lines. And I've known people who have done it and loved it. And Adrian did it. Right? Yeah. That's who we use. Yeah, yeah. I actually just got on that website, but I didn't see the tree villas there for Saratoga Springs. Isn't that what you said? It was Saratoga. Yeah. They're on, yeah, Sa- they're at so. Saratoga. Yeah. Yeah. They only have a um, standard room listed there mm. for, yeah. For rentals. Maybe they don't consider those part of that then. I'm not sure. I know I know it's a separate facility and I know yeah. the only way to get to it is when you're in staying at Saratoga, there's an internal bus that brings you to the treehouse villas. So mm. they're interesting. Uh, I've never been in one, but I know they sleep like they're they're big. I think they, they could sleep up to like eight people or something like that. The new ones are way better than the original. Well, Let's I know. Just the, put it that way. No, I know that. I remember the original ones, which were. I think many people don't know that they were refurb. They were these tacky things way back in the day. Yeah, the originals <laughs> actually had a tree growing up through the middle of them. Yes, it, it was actually like a treehouse, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> these don't. No, no, these are these are much much nicer. <laughs> okay, well, I guess it's my turn. <laughs> so, many of the ones you mentioned I thought of and had crossed my mind. My wife and I did not get married in, in Walt Disney World, but we did honeymoon down there and on the Disney Magic. But if we were to ever do any sort of vow renewal type ceremony or anything like that for a big, whether it be 20 years, 25 years, or whatever it may be, I, I think I'd really like to do something down there. It doesn't necessarily have to be at the wedding pavilion. It could be... Anywhere on one of the beaches, you know, by the Fountain of Nations and Epcot, anywhere that they would allow it to be done, I think would be pretty cool just because it's such a huge part of our lives. A definite thing on my bucket list that's been for a while is to be down there for my birthday, which is July 6th, which is nutty time because it's July 4th weekend and it's hot and it's crowded and nobody wants to be down there in my family at that point. (laughs) <laughs> of the year heat doesn't bother me humidity doesn't bother me and crowds really whatever i don't have to stand in line and go on anything so i i would definitely like to be down there for for on my actual birthday not like the week before the week after and just like you know piggyback off it because 
Well, my kids have been down there for their birthdays. My wife has been down there on her birthday, so I'm the odd man out. And then another one, which is kind of an odd one. I think it's more my curiosity. I'd love to, and I guess I could back it with staying in the castle suite at Walt Disney World, which I think basically is like the same thing as Jessica was saying for Disneyland. It's a contest, and I don't even know what the hell the contest is now that you have to get into it to win, but it's not something you can pay for or that you can just ask for. It has to be awarded to you now, but I would love to be able to stay in that on a specific night, and the night being October 31st, because then I want to stay up all night long and watch them transform from Halloween to Christmas. I just want to see how it's done. That would be amazing. I want to watch it all being done. I I like behind the scenes because it doesn't ruin the magic for me. I'm just very curious on the inner workings of things. Maybe it's because I work with my hands all day and I build things. So seeing it get done and watching it get done is just fascinating to me. I've, I've watched videos and seen pictures of people who have posted stuff watching the like the tree get put up in the wilderness lodge because that's huge and and the same thing with the animal kingdom lodge because they're gigantic and it's a many night process that does that those trees don't just happen overnight that that's quite a process but to see them see one crew come in and take the all the halloween decorations down and then see the next crew swoop in and start hanging all the christmas stuff and and everything I think would just be simply amazing. I mean, I know they don't get the entire park done in one night, but man, it's it's like ninety percent done pretty much that next day for Christmas stuff. So I think that would really really be cool. And another major one for me is is to take a solo trip down there. We've my wife and I have been without our kids, but I'd like to take a solo trip down to Walt Disney World just. Uh, I think it would just be amazing and enlightening and just a different way to... We're going to do a future episode where we're all going to speak about going... If if we would be interested in going on a solo trip and what we would do, how would we approach it. So I don't want to get into all that now, but I just think going on a solo trip was would be a very uh, exhilarating thing. Just not having to worry about anybody else but yourself and just completely touring the world how you wanted to tour it. So I, I just think that would be really, really awesome. Whether it's whether you've been going 100 times or whether it's being your second time, I just think it's a very uh, be a very fulfilling thing and, and probably a bad thing for me because then it would probably be the only way I'd ever want to go back. <laughs> <laughs> and that's basically it. Yeah, that that's basically my big stuff that, that I think that really would have to get done before I wouldn't be able to go anymore. I plan on living in Florida at some point in in the future, so you know, becoming a local like Crystal is, I guess that can be considered on a bucket list. Uh, you know, that's that's probably our biggest goal that that we're trying to get to is to clean up our our ends up here and and get the hell out of the Northeast and <laughs> and be down where we can uh, you know shoot to the park on a whim. So that's you know. That's my ideal thing is is being being local enough where it's you know if I feel like going into the park on a Tuesday night to have dinner, I, I can do that. So, you know, with, within a half hour driving is, is would be my goal. So, you know, I, I don't need to be near a beach or anything else because I'm in Florida. I just I need to be near Disney World. I could care less about the beach. So that's uh, that's my list. I think everybody had great stuff. It was good. Yeah. I added stuff as we were talking. <laughs> What's I that? Too. 
<laughs> I said I added stuff as we were talking. Yeah, that's even better. See, that's even better. Yeah, I mean, there, yeah, I did too. There's definitely. So yeah, Melford and I will be on some inaugural sailings together. That's awesome. Yeah, I, and I actually forgot one thing. Uh, there's an additional thing of you know I want to attend a Disney wedding, and just for the experience. And I had forgotten there is a couple on our Hawaii trip that are actually renewing their vows while we're in Hawaii. And they're doing the Disney wedding thing. So I get to have Disney wedding cake. Yay. (laughs) Disney cakes are delicious. They are. You can only imagine the wedding cakes. I've seen a few weddings happen, but I haven't been a part of any of them. So I've seen a couple. Just crashing. (laughs) Well, you know, I thought thought about it, but, you know. (laughs) That's frowned upon. It's, I'm sure it is. Yeah, we've seen ones on the beach, like over on the Glaring Floridian, like the after parties. I've never seen the only the trip we were on oh, it was Thanksgiving last year. Uh, we were staying at the boardwalk, and I was walking with my youngest. who was still in a stroller. And I was strolling up and down the boardwalk just trying to get him to take a nap. And there's like a little gazebo on the water. Almost, you're off the boardwalk. It's just past where ESPN is, and there were people actually having their wedding ceremony there. It was very small. It was like six people, and they had the Justice of the Peace or or whatever the official was. And uh, it was pretty cool. So I don't know where they were having their after thing, but to, to see the ceremony was pretty good. Couldn't hear what was going on because I didn't want to get too close, but I guess I did see it. Yeah. Wasn't as it fan- would definitely be fun. Wasn't as fancy as like a Grand Floridian wedding where they probably you know go to the nines, but then again that's not really my style so i'd be more of like have my wedding at the hoopty do review <laughs> <gasps> okay that would be so fun endless endless buckets of beer fried chicken <laughs> ribs and cornbread that's served in a bucket works for me oh, <laughs> I'm, yeah. a, I'm a simple person <laughs> i like that casual come in shorts and a, and a tank top <laughs> You're talking to someone who was married on the 4th of July. I'm feeling it. There you go. I'm loving it. Nice. Backyard barbecues are my thing. Absolutely. I had suggested that for my wedding, but it didn't go over well. They have fireworks (laughs) every year for us. It is so amazing. (laughs) You can't go wrong with that. (laughs) It's just the sweetest thing. (laughs) But yeah, so I'm feeling it. I could do a hoop-de-doo review wedding. Absolutely. Barn chic. I like it. (laughs) Barn chic. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely, wear, very rustic. Wear your best bandanas. <laughs> oh, I like it. I like it so much. I'll even get. I have new... three kids. One is bound to get married there. Or, like I said, one of my thousands of cousins. Somebody. There you go. Somebody has to. Yeah, no, nobody in my family has done it. So, got All right. you guys there. had great lists. I yeah. liked that. that very was good. Fun. Good, good, all around. So. To all our listeners out there, let us know. Give us a give us a tweet. Give us a Facebook. Send us an email. What's on your and bucket what's list? on your bucket list? It was same stuff, different stuff. I'm sure there's things we didn't think of. No, there's things we so. didn't think of. <laughs> as long as it doesn't involve spending a day in a new Magic Kingdom cabana. <gasps> That's the next podcast. That's episode 28, y'all. <laughs> That is not a bucket list item, and if it is, you're doing it all wrong. And, <laughs> and you need and you need to and you need to go back to episode one 
and listen to what this is all about. (laughs) So that is going to do it for this episode. (laughs) Thank you for listening before this completely goes off the rails and Milford will have to conduct us back onto the rails as our now. Oh, I would never do that. He is our honorary. He now has a new title. He's our honorary conductor. I like it. Mm -hmm. I need to get that up on a website. (laughs) on it right now awesome perfect (laughs) okay everybody thank you for listening you can find us all at the disexplorers.com where you can link up to all our social media accounts you can find all our troopers separate accounts if you choose to follow us which i think you should because it is a lot of fun we are a lot of fun (laughs) we are and a little wacky that definitely (laughs) which is good yes so Thank you again for listening, and we will talk to everybody next week. Bye.